Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed. We're so happy you're here. Today, we are talking about boundaries because I feel like so many people in the world are just a little bit afraid of them. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we were we were talking just a minute ago about how I feel like everything, well, I shouldn't say everything, but a lot of things are identified by boundaries you either should be putting in place or the lack of boundaries, you know, so it kind of bleeds over into everything else. And I think it foundationally affects a lot of your life. It's it's a big thing that I found out through going through therapy, honestly, that boundaries were something that I needed to be put in place. And for me, I had a lot of times where when I was feeling the need or the desire or the pull to either pull away or lean in or whatever it was, what I was finding is it all came back to boundaries. And I thought that I shouldn't be doing those things. Like I felt like there was some reason why I shouldn't be doing them. And I can't wait to get into that throughout this episode. Right. Yeah. Boundaries seem to get a bad rap. Boundaries, when you talk about them, I feel like people are thinking that maybe a boundary is something selfish. So people don't like to set them because then it makes it kind of about them and about what they will and won't do. And it might make them make decisions that they otherwise wouldn't that might seem a little selfish on the outside. Like if I have a boundary regarding family members or something, and then I can't help those family members because that's a boundary I've set, then I'm just being selfish. Like that kind of a feeling. And I just don't understand why we can't really, as a as a culture, get behind the idea that boundaries aren't really selfish. They're actually built to protect us, to make us better to help us navigate this life. And if we did that, and if everybody just kind of hopped on board with creating what they need as their boundary, then we would all have healthier relationships with ourselves and others. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like One of the things I quickly identified is the need to establish more boundaries. But you're right. I always felt like in doing those things, then I'm not really showing up in the way that people expect. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a whole nother topic of why you need to show up the way people expect you to show up. Like, why is it something? Because like you just said, I I think really at its core, a boundary is something that you put in place for you and for your own comfort and for your own nature of being in any situation. But like without that there, it's almost like the wild west in your life. Then you're really in, depending on the situation, you're letting a lot of other people speak into your life and tell you, their expectations for what you'll do. And that's where it gets a little dangerous because you're right. I always sat there and thought, even once I tried to start practicing this, I thought, man, is this selfish? Like, should I not be saying this? Because yeah, I feel this way, but what if the other person doesn't feel this way? And what if, you know, what if they feel this way or that depending on it? And what if they think I'm being a certain type of way? But what's more important in that? And I get how that statement can sound a little selfish, but if you don't set the boundary for yourself, 
who's going to do it? Someone else will. That's exactly who. Everybody right. else will be the one setting it. Right, which is where it always kind of bleeds over the line. So this, and, and this is really difficult in practice too. If anyone's ever been out there trying to do this, it's very difficult in practice. And I'll tell you from my own experience recently, you feel like you're doing something wrong. Like you're setting a boundary. And what happens when you do set that boundary with a person, family member, whatever it is, that's not the person they're used to seeing. That's not the expectation they have for you. That's not how they expect you to show up. And so people will always say, well, you're acting different. You're being different. Why are you different? And it's because you've established that boundary. But it's not going to be what people are comfortable with. Because I heard recently on another podcast that every person looks at you under a certain lens. And so we think about, we, me and Meg were joking about it last week, like a lot of the people we knew back in high school, and it's been a long time, I'm going on almost 20 years being out of high school. I think my 20-year reunion's next year. I often forget how old I am. But I think that's true. That's true. But we were talking about that and we were like, man, all those people to us are the people we knew back in high school. And then we were like, but think about us right now. Are we anything like the people we are in high school? Thank God, no, like in a lot of ways. We aren't that way, but you kind of hold people in almost a time capsule for how you expect them to be based on that. And the reason I only use that example is that's how people expect you to be. So then when you're not that way, people realize something's off and that can go either positively or negatively. Sometimes it doesn't go the best. And sometimes, honestly, you feel like you're being a big dick. And even more so than than them feeling like you aren't who you should be is the aspect of then they have to do something different, right? Because it's not like, yes, that's true that, of course, they would be like, oh, who are you? But even more so that they have to change because now you're expecting something different from them because of your own boundaries. Like if I'm no longer here for X, Y, and Z, then they have to respond differently. It's up to them now to make the adjustments that I'm requiring because of my new boundary. And that's a, that's a hard pill to swallow, I think, for a lot of people that, you know, this is the way it was, but now I, you know, my, my friend or whoever, that, that person has to be the one to show up differently because of my newfound boundary. I mean, you said it perfectly, but, but again, the, the, the ping in my head is like, yeah, but that does sound a little bit selfish. It does. Because you're like, well, this is how this person has to show up if you if you talk in that negative voice, well, this is how this person has to show up. If they want to be friends with me, if they want to be in my life, then they'll show up the right way. But I'd caution y'all, like that should be a little bit how it is, right? I mean, that should be what you're doing. Ultimately, you have to show other people how you want to be treated. You have to show other people what that boundary is. And when they cross it, you have to call them on the fact that they're crossing it and make a decision from there. But you can't just let them step over that line because that's what will happen. No one's used to treating you that way. No one's used to those expectations and your expectations most likely have changed over time. So when you start presenting those to those people, you're right. Those people have to show up differently. And in a lot of ways, you have to realize that you can control you. Like you can control how you're showing up. You can control setting that boundary and you're allowed to show other people how you want to be treated and how you expect them to treat you. But that doesn't always mean that they're going to do it. Like you said, there's two parts to this relationship. There's two sides to this. And so a lot of times they can take it in a negative way rather than adapting and changing. They want to stick back to the way it's always been. And you have to decide, is setting that boundary important enough to you 
to either maybe lose that friendship, lose that person, or really just distance yourself the proximity to that person over time because it just doesn't work out the way that you want. And if it's not coming back and serving you in any way, then then what are you doing and what are you holding on to? Right. And I do think that most people will come around in your life like, okay, for our kids, for example, if we set up a new rule, then it's not like they're going to disown us or we're going to disown them. Eventually, we're just going to all kind of come to terms with it. And I feel like that's a lot of times how it will work in a relationship or a friendship is that it might be some growing pains while you all adjust to the new rule, the new regulation, the new thing that's going on. But eventually it kind of all evens out and you'll be fine. And it just takes everybody that that little bit of learning and that little bit of adjusting that expectation before everyone can kind of get on board with it. So I don't necessarily think that it's going to like very often lose relationships, but I do think there will be some general discomfort while those adjustments are being made. Well, and we just had a discussion recently about the fact that in our relationship, we didn't always have boundaries. We didn't always have things in place. We actually were very standoffish when it came to confrontation, when it came to dealing with things, when it came to actually addressing the issues. And we've been very clear with on previous episodes with that. But we had to have things happen in our lives that allowed us to put those boundaries in place and allowed us to be more open and transparent with each other because one or the other of us needed that for this relationship to continue. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you needed, we needed both of us to do that. And so in our recent conversation, we were talking about it's really difficult because we live so wide open right now. Because me and you with each other are constantly checking in, are wide open as far as what's going on. We're being completely transparent with each other about where we're at. But then the expectation is from other people is I want them to do the same thing, right? So when I go to them and I want to have an open, honest conversation, I want, like the expectation is that they'll open up and do that and be vulnerable and be open. But that's not a guarantee. No, because if they have their own boundaries, then they're not going to reciprocate that at all. Right. But that's what I mean. That's that's more what I'm talking about. I'm not saying you're going to have some big blowout fight and the relationship will be severed. But what I'm saying is over time, if you are wanting and showing that it needs to be a certain way, and then that person's not stepping up and, and reciprocating that, how naturally doesn't that fizzle out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get, what, I get what you're saying. One of the things I've actually thought about recently, because we do have smaller kids and it was one of the things I've talked about in therapy with my therapist, just to be completely honest, is there's boundaries and things that you put in place for you, but then there's boundaries and things you put in place to show your kids that it's okay to put boundaries in place, to set your kids up for success when they go out to take on the world. Like Generationally, things will happen where like if your parents were a certain way. It's probably because their grandparents, you know, your grandparents were a certain way, their parents. And then it like, it just like generationally over time, if people are closed off and unwilling to open up and have put up blockers, or maybe they live, honestly, maybe they are wide open. They live with zero boundaries at all. And they take on everyone else's problems and take on everyone else's things and like step in to solve them, which is kind of how I used to live. Then you're showing your kids, like you're modeling that that's what it should be like, which is one of the reasons why I've kind of identified it's an important thing that I've started to focus on probably in the last eight months of setting myself up in boundaries in place to 
not only protect myself, but to model for my kids that this is how you should show up to every situation and that it is okay to speak your truth into a situation. Mm -hmm. And I think another thing that you've been working on is just to be able to live your life in a way that you're showing that you can care about other people, but you don't have to solve for other people. And that's a big, huge boundary you've been working on for a while. And I think modeling that, speaking of the modeling for kids thing, I think modeling that for our children is super important because it will show them you don't have to problem solve for every single person you ever encounter, but it is nice to be a listening ear for people. And it's just okay to be honest. That's one of the things I've struggled with. I struggled with for a long time is that it's okay to need that boundary. Like we all need boundaries. We all need those things. But I think a lot of times we feel bad putting up a boundary because we feel like we're closing someone off by putting that boundary up. Mm -hmm. And in a way you kind of are. I was talking to someone recently and it's like they have a friend that they're no longer friends with. Like they don't have the mutual connection anymore. They're no, no longer really friends. They don't talk anymore. And randomly like this person reached out and it's been, you know, months of time. And it's like, I feel bad not responding or saying anything or telling them that like we're, we kind of don't have the mutual interest anymore. So basically there's two options. So you just don't respond. You are honest with the person about where you're at or you just fake it. You just continue to fake it forever and ever and ever. Amen. And it's a difficult spot to be in, but those things come up all the time. And I think a lot of times what we do is we blur the line. We say, well, there was a boundary there, but you know, I want to save their feelings. I want to save you know, where the person's at. I want to save face. And so I let them do this, that, or the other. And then on the back end of that, we're really resentful, negative, or just feel bad about where we're at in that relationship because we allow that person to cross the boundary and do that. And we know internally that's not really what we wanted or needed, but we weren't brave enough or didn't have enough courage to speak our truth and be honest with where we're really at. And I think as I say that, it's not easy. It's a very difficult thing and it does take some strategy behind it. You know, you don't want to just like blurt out something negative or make someone feel bad. That's not the idea. But the idea is you have to be honest with yourself and where you're at and you have to be honest with what you need. And like we started this episode out with, <laughs> that seems selfish sometimes. And one of the things I've realized over time is it's not selfish identifying what you need for yourself. You have to take care of you. As much as we love each other and are there for each other, and and you're you're like my biggest support. You know, you're my ride or die. We we joke about. I mean, we joke with people. We we were there to support each other and do everything together. Like we love each other's company. But you can't do for me what I have to do for myself. Right. And so it's okay. It's okay to decide that you need to put up some of these boundaries that you need to draw the line in the sand with some people that you need to do the right thing by yourself. And sometimes you just need to get brave enough to actually take the step and do that. Mm -hmm. Be clear with yourself, be honest with yourself, and then be brave enough to carry it out. And people will respect you for it, even if they don't event, even if they don't right away respect you for it. I think they do eventually respect you for it because they understand now what you need, and then it's in their court. But at least 
they have a clear understanding, whereas before maybe they didn't. And now they'll be able to fully understand exactly how you are expecting them to show up, exactly how you would like to be treated, whereas before maybe it wasn't as clear. Yeah, you're right. Like I would rather, bottom line, I would rather someone be honest with how they're feeling and where they're at than have them ghost me, be rude to me, stop talking to me, or fake it with me about how they're feeling to protect my feelings or treat me negatively and ghost me. And then I'm off the rest of my life wondering what happened and where I'm at. I would much rather be in a place where there's an honest, open conversation that doesn't have to be ugly rather than sitting there wondering forever and ever. Absolutely. So I think boundaries start with clarity. So go ahead and get real clear this week on what you expect from yourself and what you expect from others, and then start building those boundaries and people will ultimately come around. And if they don't, that's their choice. We'll see you next week. Love y'all. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you. So shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.